Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's going on, guys? Morning, morning. What it do? Almost at Friday. Yeah. Almost there. Jay got the suit and tie on for the the radio. Right, Right, for the simulcast. Yeah. You know. What up, baby? I'm just checking you out, man. Yeah. Mm. Got something cooking. I smell you. You smell it? We on it. Probably got a half a bottle on, too. <laughs> Smell me <laughs> coming into the studio. Half a bottle. Damn, Jay. Well, you can't put the whole thing on your body. You no, know, they baby. put it on ah. the face, the clothes. <laughs> right. Got the whole hallway smelling like the night before. He got sprayed on the night that, before. The half and let a it bottle. Simmer. Yeah. J- Jay's got a meeting with a VC later, right? Yeah. <laughs> a half well, a bottle. Well, <clears> get good into stuff. Yeah. Not cool water or Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Some of the real, real good stuff. Fahrenheit used to get it popping. You know what I'm talking about. Dracar Noir. Yeah, you know what I'm Yeah. You wouldn't dare wear that right now, though, if I gave you a bottle. high school. You wouldn't wear it. It might just nostalgia purposes. And the the crazy thing is, it probably smelled hella good. Of course. Because you haven't smelled it in a long time. Because you haven't smelled it in 30 years. What is it? Boy. People used to love that. Man. (laughs) Uh, We are on ESPN (laughs) Radio. ESPN 2, Sirius XM Channel 80. You're... Smart Speakers podcast presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear hotline. So um, remember when you, you heard you heard the uh, sound coming in, the Packers beat the Bears a few weeks ago. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers yells, I own you to the fans at Soldier's Field. At Soldier Field. You guys remember that, right, of course? Did he lie? Yes. I mean, he wasn't on. wrong. You, <laughs> by the way, just <laughs> – so anyway, they're going to play Sunday night. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers was asked – just listen to what he says when he's asked if he, if he regrets it. I don't know. You can, uh, you can question a whole lot of what I said. You know, we've had a good record over the years against them and, and won a lot of games in Soldier Field and at Lambeau Field. So it's been a, been a great rivalry. I'm proud to be a part of it. Uh, you know, we have, uh, have gotten the better of them the last, uh, I don't know, 27, 28 times we've played them for the most part. But uh, – you know, I'm sure a lot of times in, in you know situations like this, the trash talk is only able to be used if uh, you know if you're getting after that uh, individual that uh, that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, what you accomplished and uh, what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no uh, you know no regrets for saying what I said, and and uh, obviously I think the the record kind of speaks for itself. This level of gangsterism when a dude goes, when a dude goes, you know what it is? When the comedy comes from just the straight facts, he didn't put anything on it. He just goes, you know, we got the better of them for the most part. The last 27 times we played the 20. He didn't say the last three or four times. He said 27 yeah. times. Facts are facts. You can't say like he, like Aaron Rodgers said right there. You know, the trash talk, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I could trash talk. And, of course, people going to come at him and say, but, it's true. I own y'all. Like, y'all don't do nothing to me. When y'all see me walk out the tunnel, y'all frightened. When y'all <laughs> see that 12, y'all are shaking in y'all boots. And that's real conversation and real talk. They can't get see, mad at that. Do something about it. You see, I, I, they can't. Do, they, some, they, do something, do something about, it. about it. So I'm with you on that aspect, Key. Because my thing is, it's one thing when you say it in the game, right? And, like, the, 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 the tonality of his voice was very confident in himself. The thing that bothered me about it, and I'm not saying I don't know this actually exists, 
But it bothered me that players on the Bears team didn't seem like they were pissed off about that. Right? I, and I, I know some people don't care, but this is me. I don't give a damn what other people say. I'm competitive. I'm a competitive prick. Right? I, all I need is ammunition. So when I hear somebody else say, well, you know, that's, 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 that's what he does. I'm like, no, nah, that's not what I want to hear. So Matt Nagy was asked about it, and this is what Coach said. I own your stuff at the end of the last game. Do you guys put that up on your, uh, in your room at any point this week? Do you bring it up Saturday night? Do you use it as motivation at all? I mean, we're, we're aware of it. <laughs> Matt Nagy should have said, I mean, the man signs my checks. What, what am I yes. supposed to do? Yes, it's on our bulletin board. Well, Thank you. Yes, it they is. They are aware of it, so maybe their defensive scheme will put a stop to it. Maybe they will have a defensive scheme that is attacking, that is frustrating Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, put a piece of duct tape on his mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you, you – look, man, if you can't stop me, Jay – I feel you, Key. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. They can get as mad as they want to. They can't stop you. Like I'm touchdown cool with celebrations. That. It's a gut check, though, Don't for let me. Them score. It's a gut check. You know, we talk about character opportunities, right? Okay, fine. Like, like he said, come stop me. Go stop his ass. Like, go put him in the dirt. <laughs> put him in the dirt. Like, you need – I mean, look, sometimes when you have losing seasons, you need something to rally upon. Yeah. And all I'm sitting here saying is he's giving you a rally and cry. Take yeah, advantage yeah, I don't of it. I don't think they got enough, though. So, okay. no matter how mad they get – they just are under man. Yeah, they, nothing like, they can do. They take like, the L and keep it moving. I can still put you in the dirt a couple times. You know what's crazy? I could make the joke. You think Aaron Rodgers should fire Matt Nagy because he owns the team? But <laughs> but it really is true, and I'll tell you how it's true. Remember when Key was like, look up Shanahan's record, win loss as a head coach, and then look up Nagy's? It's like, oh damn, Nagy's is significantly better. Just imagine if Winning instead percentage. of Rodgers whooping them twice a year, those were wins for the Bears. Your entire perception of the Bears changes because all of a sudden they go from like, oh, eight and eight in recent years, 10 and six. All of a sudden they're a powerhouse. Rodgers really does own the Bears, and he's really about to fire Matt Nagy. You know what's so crazy about it is I, I still, for the life of me, can't understand why they would ever fire Lovey Smith. I, I still, mm. to this day, I'll never understand that. Don't make sense. Because those were good games Green Bay versus Chicago. Back then, and it was it was a different situation. Since then, Aaron Rodgers, them, and Green Bay just keep rolling yeah. and steamrolling them and steamrolling them and steamrolling them, and they just can't get out of their way. Well, I mean, the yeah. reason Zimmer is still there, right, is because if you look at the Vikings' record, it's still no good against the Packers, but they seem to play them tougher than the other the Zimmer defense against Aaron Rodgers, at least like – it's I don't know what it is now, but it's like sixteen wins against nine losses instead of twenty something against stupid. Like, no. Even what he said on the back end, Max, where he's like, at some point it'll probably be used against me. I'm like, but will it? But will it while you're in Green Bay? Like I, I don't know. Well, so he, he, I don't he, think so. He, he's not even talking about from a player standpoint. What he's talking about is from fans in the media. Uh, okay, being not able to from have the Bears perspective. No, not from the Bears perspective. He's just talking about. <laughs> The way, like the fact that we're talking about it, there's going to be people in Chicago that's screaming and hollering, and there's going to be other fans in other places that say things about what he said. He owns them. I mean, players like Jimmy Graham said, players say that all the time. To other players, to fans, like you might be a 5-0. and Like I own y'all. Like don't ever tell me anything because I seem- dominate you every time I play against you. It does seem to me we have not heard a lot about Rodgers leaving Green Bay recently. And 
when he when he got COVID, when he misled everyone about the vaccination status, all that stuff, there was an opportunity there for the team to wrap their arms around him. It seems to me like they did. And then when you look at what's going on in the rest of the division, you look what happened in New Orleans and Denver, two of those spots, people started speculating. Why would he leave? Well, that's what I was trying to say to y'all four months ago. But you were like, if they get to the Super Bowl, do you still think they need to get to the Super Bowl to keep them there? Absolutely. I'm not sure. I mean, after the COVID situation, the way they the way they put protection over him, I think that's I think that really helped their relationship. I don't don't know. I agree. I don't know that they put protection over him. What they did is they're winning games, and when you win, there's nothing to talk about. Like, what are you going to go talk about his toe? You want to talk about his toe? You can talk about his pinky toe. They were winning games last year. Yeah, yeah, but they they were winning games last year, but there was no noise about. Aaron Rodgers until the end of the season when it became a distraction, and then he came back and there was still noise, and they started winning games. Then the COVID situation came up because when he came back and they were winning prior to COVID, there was no noise. We're also COVID came up. COVID came up. Boom! They lose to Kansas City. He comes back. They win again. There's nothing to talk about. We're overlooking one big thing. Nat, uh, Nagy, Lafleur took the ball out of his hands on fourth down, handed it to Tom Brady. They lost the game. That ain't happening again. No way. So you, but but like that whole thing, and he just felt disrespected by the team and everything. It seems to me that the ship has kind of been turned around now in Green Bay. We're asking on the Dr Pepper Twitter feed at Key J and Max, what quarterback needs to win multiple playoff games to prove themselves? Be a part of Keyshawn, J Will, and Max Nation. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's heating up and the fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right. Aaron Rodgers getting closer and closer. It seems to us to be to staying in Green Bay. Is one NBA superstar getting closer and closer to leaving his town? If you're on the course, you know that golf gets so much harder when you're not comfortable. Elevate your game with the Task Performance Clubhouse Collection made with highly technical fabric blends created exclusively for the Task brand. Amazingly soft, lightweight, breathable, durable, and versatile. Task garments keep you fresh and comfortable all day on the course, in the office, or for travel. Task has harnessed the performance attributes of natural materials to deliver better apparel, made better, and for better experiences. The Clubhouse Collection features polos, shorts, pants, and layering pieces in a wide variety of colors and patterns. Task's Clubhouse Collection will have you turning heads on and off the green. The perfect mix of casual and active pieces. The Clubhouse Collection elevates the golf classics through innovative and functional fabrics and design. It's time to step up your game with golf attire that truly makes a difference. Check out Better Now at TaskPerformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCPerformance.com. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes. And one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, 
performance, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Curry curling off a screen. It's up and good. Curry knocked it down. Steph Curry has reminded people of his genius based on this year. The ball has to go through that guy. That guy's the best player in the world, one of the best players in the world. He has redefined the way the game is played. Best pure shooter we've ever seen. I think he's already the most prolific shooter in the history of the game. Not going to be, you know, I think he's going to break the record. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Uh, the call on 95-7, the game. Steph Curry is now just nine threes shy of tying Ray Allen for the most in a career. Ten to ten? break it. Uh, ten to break it, okay. Nine to tie it, mm-hmm. ten to break it. He was six of 17 <laughs> of 17 from behind the arc last night. So he was gunning last night. I don't know if he was thinking he was going to break it. He's like hunting that thing. Let, let, me, let me make sure I could break it on national TV on Saturday, right? Should, if I'm him, though. I'm going to sputter alone because it, it's not game. So I'm going to hit three. Then I'll go another two. So I get home. Then I might not take some shots. So I do it back home in Golden State. Nah, yeah, they're going on a five-game road trip. I'll so t- just take your time. No, nah, no. Nah, you know what? <laughs> I want to do it against my brother. I want to do it on the road at Philly, an ABC game. Like, there, there will be nothing better. Think about every Christmas, every holiday. Hey, Seth, how you doing? Broke that Ray Allen three-point shooting record on you that day, <laughs> In huh? your Remember face. I hit 10 threes that day? <laughs> 10 threes that game? My 22nd got, game in my career where I made more than 10 threes? To him, no, already, though, right? Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, it just, it just adds another one to the belt. Or he can do it the next game in Indiana where Ray Allen might be, be able to be there, or he can do it at Madison Square Garden. There's, like, some yeah. good spots for him to break no, the record. But at Madison Square Garden, he doesn't have, like, I guess because it's Madison Square Garden, this people would say the mecca, the NBA basketball arenas and all that, but there's no adversarial relationship with the team or the arena, so it loses some luster, right? If this was a Reggie Miller or Michael Jordan or something like that, then it probably would feel be, right. It would feel right. Yeah, it wouldn't feel as right, but at least there'd be some kind of story. He did it at the Garden. Max, can I tell you something that feels right? I was thinking about Steph last night watching him play, and I thought to myself, he's the most revolutionary offensive player the game has ever seen. Now, I, I'm not going to say off the court because Michael Jordan obviously destroys that game with Brand Jordan, the way he transcends the culture. But just on the court, he's transcended of the game. He's inverted offenses. You, you have – and when I look at LeBron or when I look at Julius Irvin or when I look at Magic Johnson Elgin or, Baylor. or Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, 6'6", 40-inch vertical. Like, it's not attainable for kids. LeBron James, Carl Malone. Right, Carl Malone, vertical. Magic Johnson. J48 inch vertical. Uh, well, yeah, not attainable, right? 40, I was about to say, damn, that's not very high. Carl Ma- 40 is really high. By <laughs> no, yeah, right. 40 is really high, yeah. <laughs> LeBron James, Carl Malone, and Magic Johnson combined, right? Steph, 6'2", 6'3"? Yeah. You got kids out there saying, yo, I could do that. I, yeah, I feel man. like, even though we know they can't, it feels like they can. I always felt like the 2016, and I was there. I, I, I went there as a fan, bought tickets and everything. Because I, wa- I thought that was going to be the changing of the guard, that Steph would now be the face of the NBA. He'd beat LeBron. They'd have 73 wins and the chip. 
And in that moment, in that fourth quarter, you could bristle at this, Jay, because, oh, just, but chips on the line. They had such a choke job. That was the moment for me that Steph was going to, and I thought he was going to do it, take over the NBA. That didn't happen. However, he, and I would also say Draymond Green, revolutionized the way the game is played. The, the way they play the pick and roll, the five men out, the whole thing. The continuity of the offense. The fact that, yeah, forget about the fact the ball doesn't stick with Steph. The three-point line, that gives you three points. Why would you ever back up from that? Because you don't get any extra points. But what winds up happening is you create extra space, and now everyone on the team shoots it better because rotations are slower. They have to cover more ground. It completely changed the way the game is played. I mean, combo guard, I mean, it's just a game changer. Dame changed the game, too, though, in a different way. Well, speaking of Damian Lillard, um, he didn't play uh, for Portland but was on with Scott Van Pelt. SVP played this clip for Dame from the summer when Lillard talked to Mark Spears about his future in Portland. So it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Damian Lillard on his future in Portland. Listen. Over the summer, I was just like, you know, I want to win. You know, what is, what is next year going to look like? And when we uh, brought in Chauncey, um, it was just like a, for me, I made the decision that, you know, I'm not going to bail out on him. You know, I'm a, I want to be a part of the success of a, a African-American coach. You know, I don't want to leave him out to dry, you know. So I, it was important for me to be here and to uh, try to achieve, like, that ultimate success with him. So here's Scott Van Pelt. Keep that in mind. Here's Scott Van Pelt last night asking Dame if anything has changed since he said that over the summer. Nothing at all has changed um, as far as what I said in that clip. You know, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And, um, you know, we haven't had the start that we wanted, um, you know, but I'm, we're a work in progress, you know. And myself, the rest of my teammates, and Chauncey, you know, it's, it's a partnership with them. And everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to, you know, get this thing turned around. And I'm just trying to be a part of the solution to that, you know, and get us going in the right direction, and that takes time. You know, we knew. Um, it was going to be some growing pains with a, a new coaching staff, uh, first-time head coach, and so many new guys, and uh, we just working our way through it. So that's straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Jay, rumors Dame wants out of Portland. Uh, what do you hear when you hear that from Dame? He wants to be repaid for his loyalty. Yeah, give me $55 million when I'm 35, 36 years old. Make me the highest-paid player in the NBA. I want to be here. Dame, Dame is never going to say, I do not want to be here. You, you will never hear that from Dame. He is one of the most loyal people ever when it comes to the game of basketball. And I respect the hell out of that for what he stood with Chauncey Billups and being an African-American coach and doing that for the community of Portland. <laughs> but the question is, is it in Portland's best interests due to cap issues to keep Dame because of the money he's asking? He already had a $176 million four-year deal. He's asking for another $107 million on top of that for another two years on the back end. I already feel like Portland's at this place where they want to rebuild. The question is, can you rebuild with Dame? And I don't think you can. I think they can rebuild Dame. Um, He certainly wants to be in Portland. He's very, very loyal to Portland, a team that drafted him. Um, He's been there his entire career. So everything that I know and talking to people that I know that's really, really close to him, um, money is, is, is not an issue. But the opportunity to secure the rest of your future with a team that you feel 
could potentially with Chauncey Billups turn into something if you can get the right pieces around him. He doesn't want to abandon them, but at the same time, time is a ticking in his career to the point where you have an opportunity if you get the right pieces to, to push for a championship. A couple years ago, they did it, but they couldn't get over Golden State. And now you kind of hit the reset button by bringing Chauncey in, and over the next couple of years, they should be in a better position if they could just put the right pieces around. I think it's so difficult to win a championship. Mm-hmm. If you, like, we're kick- kicking around names. Who could be on the move if, let's say, Portland got Bradley Beal and Carl Anthony Towns with Damian Lillard and they put the right pieces around those guys? Maybe they could win a championship. It's extremely difficult. Like, the teams that win are just stacked. I don't know if they can do that in Portland. And, Jay, I agree with you. There's a way of saying, look, this doesn't make sense for anyone involved, and I'll show you why. This is what I need to stay. Mm-hmm. This is what would make sense, and that doesn't make sense for you. So why don't you just move me? There's enough smoke around him wanting out that I, I, I think that's the case based on, hey, give me $55 million a year when I'm 36 years old. He says but 36 years old, man, you're like a puppy. Well, well I mean, it's yeah, times are changing now. Yeah, the way some dudes are aging, like Steph Curry. Like CP3. You're not, you're not lying. LeBron James. Yeah. He says it's Super Bowl or bust for one NFL quarterback who has never even won a single playoff game. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Cardinals defeating the Bears. Kyler Murray and D-Hop were back, and they connected playing in the road that weather. Man, those balls were slick. You could see it. One coming out as clean as we would have liked, but that's part of playing in the league. part of playing in Chicago in December. He made plays with his feet when he needed to. I hope it's win the game. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including Vince Carter at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern. So yesterday, guys, we had uh, Kurt Warner on the show. And I asked him about expectations for Kyler Murray and Mac Jones going into the playoffs. I just love the way he articulated this point because we've been dancing around this issue on this show. We? Well, you too. Yeah. I'm saying like we, we've, we've come we, at we. it, we've come at we, it from, we. from points of view that seem to kind of circle around the same point, but no one said it like this. So this is how Kurt Warner put it. You know, I look at the teams like the New Englands, 
and the Arizona Cardinals that to me, maybe the two most complete teams in the NFL, I kind of step back a little bit because I just want to see those guys in the moment. I want to see those guys show me against good teams that they can stack those performances on top of one another three or four times to get to the Super Bowl. But when I look at the Cardinals, that's the only question I have is not is Kyler good enough, but when he gets into that moment, is he good enough to string three or four really good games together to beat an Aaron Rodgers and to beat a Tom Brady? Um, And that's kind of, to me, the only really step the only thing that I need to see from the Cardinals to really believe that they're you know they're in the mix to be able to get to the Super Bowl so the reason I say circle around this point key and Jay is because when we've talked about who do you think what about the Arizona Cardinals and none of us were saying it's impossible they can't do it but it's not like a wise bet not because well Kyler Murray's never done it before that doesn't mean he can't do it that's right but the difference is not doing it once it's doing it as Kurt Warner said three or four times in a row against the best teams in the world. I thought he hit it on the head, Key, Jay. What do you think about what Kurt Warner said? Yeah, well, he's right. Um, playoff in, playoffs intensify. It goes up. You, the preseason, regular season, and each round you go into the playoffs, it just goes up. The, the energy level, the speed of the game, the, the, the uh, complex – things that they do schematic-wise, it just goes up. And so when you look at teams, for instance, or players, for instance, they go through some bumps along the way before mm-hmm. they actually hit. I mean, I could go all the way back to the New England Patriots. Under Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, they had a core group of individuals back then, whether it was Ty Laws and Willie McGinnis and Teddy Brute, they lost. Then... Belichick takes over, boom, boom, boom. They go, they win. But they had a core group, a foundation that was there. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Every year we go to the playoffs, we lose. But we had a foundation. Eventually we got there, pay dirt, boom, because we took on that challenge. The Philadelphia Eagles under Andy Reid. Every year McNabb and them, they couldn't do it. Then all of a sudden, boom, they hit, they go. They lost to New England, but they got there. Mm -hmm. But it took a minute. You don't just go from – zero to 60 like that. It just doesn't happen. And so when you got a young quarterback going up against the likes of a Aaron Rodgers in this in particular situation, the NFC, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, a Dak Prescott, you've got to now run through that whole gauntlet to get there. You know, no matter where you're playing, I don't care if you're in Arizona, Lord knows they don't want to be in Green Bay in the NFC championship game. It becomes problematic. Rough sledding, well, Jay. This is recency bias, but I mean, I, I I hear that there are bumps in the road, but I did just watch Tom Brady last year, and I know that's an outlier. I know that's a rarity, but considering what that team was before, how quickly they got boom boom to winning a championship, so it, it can be done. But they were just missing a quarterback, and then that's he fine. brought A. B. Gronk and fine. Fournette that's with fine. him. But it can be done. Yeah, it, it, can, it, it can be it, possible. It's an anomaly. It's rare, but, but it can be but done. But here's what Max just said that you're missing, Jay. The damn quarterback, man. I, I hear you. The dude, the dude dodges bullets like he's just uh, one of the Matrix dudes. Beautiful it, scenario. Just, Perfect scenario. He just does you. this. You got a spidey sense, man. Every yeah. time you look up, you're talking about what? the quarterback. We're talking about a young quarterback who has never been in this position. Now he gets an opportunity. If he takes and wins the first round by and he gets the first round by, 
He's already won, as far no, as I'm that, concerned. By the no. way, that's Kyler and Mac Jones. They've no, already won. I can't won. say that for Kyler. They've already I won. I can't say that for Kyler. You get the first round by. Okay, well, like you have, you have to still win another game and at least get to the NFC Championship. So let's start right there. Let's. let's You've been the best team in the league. Let's do it from the beginning to end. Let's do it. I don't what think would you listen, Jay? <laughs> hold on, Jay. Key, hold on. Let's do it. Let let let's break it down. What would be a successful playoff run for each? of the quarterbacks that we're interested in, right? Like, what would be successful for Kyler Murray? Divisional round. However he gets there. Meaning... Got to win a playoff game. No, just, so, it, oh, just, just get, get there. there. Just get so there. he can get there two ways. He can get there first round by, which puts him in the divisional round. No. He's already there. Or, for whatever reason, they squander the bye. And now you got to win a playoff game. Now you got to win a playoff game. It no. puts him there. What do you say, Jack? No. Hey, I, I, I think... It, look, they're probably going to get the, the bye. They get the bye. You have to win one playoff game, man. I, you know what? I'm with like, Key on I, this. I, if you get the bye, that means you've been the best seat team the whole time in the regular season. Then you didn't advance in the playoffs. It's like, okay, it's the first time you've been to the, the playoffs. First time that's you've been you, here. You don't get the you bye. guys don't live your life by excuses, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't live my life by excuses by saying, hey, getting the getting the bye is good <laughs> enough for this team. They have been the best team in the NFL. They complete it by getting the bye from the beginning to the end of the season. Jay put on a suit but they and tie and said, if that's good enough for like, you, fine, but, but, but not much, me. But much <laughs> like Kurt Warner said, they have not gone through the gauntlet on a consistent basis in the National Football League playoff. Jay, you, you are going up against the best. We're not going up against Matthew Stafford one week and then Ryan Fitzpatrick the next. Well, let's, I, we're let's, going up I, against to get there. We you keep, brought it up. We, getting, we got to hit Brady. In Rodgers, in maybe Dak Prescott. Like, that's hard. I feel you. I'm not calling, I wouldn't call their season a failure. I would never say no, that. No, we, we didn't say. We're never saying, like, expectations we, should be win a playoff game. Wait, wait, you brought it up. You brought up Matthew Stafford. What, what, what does Stafford have to do? Oh, he got to win the damn Super Bowl, man. Come on. He's got to go. Gotta not win, win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Not gotta win. Get there. Go to the Super Bowl. And he's got anything Come other on. than going to the Super Bowl, it was a complete failure in no. experiment that, Jay. They traded two number one picks, their future. Mm-hmm. They gave up a second rounder, too, I believe, Max and Jay. Yeah, yep. you're right. They gave up a quarterback. No, that two took... firsts and a third, I want to okay, say. Okay, two yeah. firsts. I said second, yeah, so two yeah, firsts yeah. and a third. Yeah. They gave up a $100 million quarterback that took them to the Super Bowl as part of a team. Who they drafted first. Who they drafted first overall. Completely different running game then. But go ahead. Doesn't ma- Jay. They got to go into the Super Bowl. I, I, Anything I short of the Super Bowl right, is wait, a complete Jay, what do you say? failure. What do you NFC say? NFC Championship game? No. Oh, you know, no. I'll, I'll, I'll blow both your minds. You know what I think or, Stafford or, has to do? Get a win. If Stafford, Stafford to me, Key, he's got to win a Super Bowl in the time that he's in L.A. So, yes. Because so they've Max. already been to one and they lost. So, Max. Year one, he's got to win a playoff so game. They, so, playoff so, game. He's never, so, won, he's never won a playoff game. Win a playoff game. Buttercup, you fist to sit here and tell me. At least you're using my name now. You gonna sit here and tell me that the Los Angeles Rams and Les Snead yeah. and, and 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 Sean McVay sat in the room after the game and they said, "I think I want to get Matthew Stafford to win a playoff game in his first <laughs> no. year because if we win a playoff <laughs> so game silly. in the first year, that's an improvement no. from where we were no, no, a no, year that's ago." What no, no. Saying what? What? The, what what do you mean? They brought him in. His, his contract's not for one year. In the time that he's with McVay, they must win a Super Bowl. We agree about that. And maybe their best shot is this year. 
But this year, the thing they absolutely have to do or it goes down in flames, he must win a playoff game. He's never done it. They did not get past acquire the this okay. quarterback to win a playoff game. See, I'm at least that's saying NFC Championship game. That's not what they did. Team. I'm at least saying NFC Championship game because that's still a high level. They did not. I understand. No, Nobody goes into the no. season and say we're trading all these pieces to just get to – because guess round, what they did? Right? They went to the divisional round with Jared Goff. What the hell? They want to go win a playoff game. They're trying to go to the Super Bowl. He traded him because he thought he would be great, not good. They had a good quarterback let's in their system. They're trying to be great. Let's bring Diana Rossini into this conversation, giving you the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Okay, Diana. He says, hello, good morning, how are you? You guys are on one today. Yeah. I love we're, this. We're coming in hot. Every day, every yes. day. Then. So, so he says they must win a Super Bowl this year with Matthew Stafford. No, get, get or get, sorry, excuse me, get to a Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Or, or it's a disaster. Jay, you say they got to get to the conference finals yes. or it's a disaster. I say they must win a Super Bowl while Stafford's in L.A., but this year... To avoid disaster, Stafford must win a playoff We game. all said they must Where win a Super Bowl while he's in L.A. Once again, and I don't know what this trend is lately, I'm with Key on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they 100% need to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, the pressure has been on Sean McVay, let's just go macro on this, on this young boy genius that, he, that he's been sort of coined, right, over the last few seasons. We know it didn't work with Jared Goff. Yes, it worked in a sense because they were able to go as far as they did. But they treated away everything to get Matthew Stafford. This is not for the future. This is for right now. And if they don't get to the Super Bowl here, this is considered, I view it, as, as a failure for the Rams unless Snead and Sean McVay. Look, we, we all are quick to say, wow, look, look how aggressive they are trying to get these players to, 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 to go out there and win. What other GMs out here in on every deal? And, guys, I, I talk to a lot of teams who are in on trades and, and during free agency – and it does feel like the Rams are always in it. We knew with the Odell Beckham situation, they were the quiet guys in the background. They came in late on that. But they had their eye on it the whole time because that's their mentality is we got to get pieces because we need to win now. So go win now. And that's what Diane is saying, right? Think about it, JMX. She brought up Odell. Odell was acquired when Robert Woods was still active and not hurt. Von Miller was acquired when Robert Woods was active and still trying to win the Super Bowl. You don't go and do all of that to win a playoff game. No, of course. Every team wants to win the Super Bowl, of course. So, Di, if they get to the NFC Championship game and say they lose by a touchdown, you're going to call that a failure in year one? Because it's year one. That's my point, Diana. It's year one. He's not there for a year. And I know all the pieces are there, but you're you're not going to say, hey, we're inches off. They have the time, and I get that, but why are you so patient all of a sudden? I don't think we give. Like, now we're going to be patient. What I'm now saying we're is, say? what is a disaster? Like, what does he have to do to avoid disaster? To me, Stafford, who's never won a playoff game, everyone's blamed Detroit, right? However, if he goes to L.A., they moved mountains to get him and still doesn't win a playoff game, that's up in flames, yeah, right? Well, that, but what I'm yeah, saying is, if he different. wins a playoff game this year, but they don't get to where they want to go, but then next year they come back and win a Super Bowl, his time, it was but a here's, success. Here's what happens in this, and Diana can speak to this, too. You don't win a playoff game, that's, a, that's an indictment on him. If they don't get to the Super Bowl, it's an indictment on all of them, mm-hmm. including Les Snead, including Stafford, including mm-hmm. Sean Well, McVay. the only reason that would be the case this year, Diana, is because 
they don't have any draft picks ever again, right? So that like that's no, they do issue. in like twenty forty six. Yeah, right. right? That's well, the issue. and that might be like a fifth we'll round. Yeah. 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 forty two by bunch then. of undrafted free agents coming up. Guys, the the, the other storyline to this that we're not adding or at least considering is the health of Matthew Stafford, right? So for the last few weeks, you've seen a different Matthew Stafford, and he is going to go up there because he is one of the toughest quarterbacks. In the league, he's not going to go up and talk about his injuries. He's not, he knows everyone's banged up. Every quarterback is dealing with injuries. But how significant are these injuries? Is this going to be something that's going to prevent them from going far? I spoke to sources in L.A. They told me he deals with chronic back pain. That means every day he wakes up, his back hurts him. And he manages it well, right? But he, he also has you know, sore ankles. Elbows, all these different things that you have to consider. Um, and, and will it be the reason they can't go that far? But you bought that. You did. Knowing that. You did. From the history and the medical reports that you ah, got on his chart. Maybe you bought that. Maybe there's a reason why he was in the jacuzzi because of the back. I get it. It's all oh. coming together now. That's how, that's how the deal went down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the back, I'm just warming it up. <laughs> Those back injuries. Your so, face key on the jacuzzi. So between, <laughs> let's just staying in the NFC, take someone like Dak Prescott. Look at Matthew Stafford, uh, Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Let's leave Rodgers and Brady out of this. Of those guys, who needs to win multiple playoff games the most? Not just a playoff game, okay, you want to play, but in order for this season to be, you know, moving forward for the team, who needs to win multiple playoff games the most? Dak, Kyler, and uh, Stafford. 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 Um, I'm going to just double down on this argument that we're making here that it, it is on Matthew Stafford because everything they did to get him. But I think Kyler Murray has the best chances to win the most because he's the healthiest, right? He's taken over, what, over a month of rest to, mm. to get that ankle back. And, and it's pretty clear he is the most dangerous quarterback when he's healthy at this point. Um you know, you have Lamar Jackson in there as well. I, I know that's something else that we were, were discussing. D- is the pressure on him? Absolutely. I think he's dealing with the most pressure. How far Lamar off is, is how, you think? Yes. How far off is that, considering he's the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL? Uh, I, think, uh, I think it's a, a lot of pressure on Dak because he's already gone to the divisional round. Yep. He's got to go up from there. He's third highest paid quarterback in the league. They loaded up similar to Matthew Stafford where they got a lot of pieces in play and they got a former Super Bowl winning head coach and the expectations of the Dallas Cowboys was to be a Super Bowl contender this year. He's got to at least get this team to the NFC Championship. Got to win two games. He's got to get them there. Here's the problem. At least. Are they the 6-1 and one Dallas Cowboys team we saw no. at the beginning of the season? I don't think they're as good as that team. I also don't think they're as bad as they were against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's somewhere in between. Let's, let's say, okay, Dak needs to win two. I think you can kind of form a consensus around that. You say there's a lot of pressure on Lamar. I, it would be nice for him to win two. He's already won one. Let's let, keep it moving forward. Lots of injuries, though. You said the most pressure on Lamar. When I think of all the quarterbacks in the league at this moment, Aaron Rodgers might have the most pressure to win a Super Bowl, considering Tom Brady in his First year in the NFC, no Belichick, right? Gets by Rodgers, and and coach takes the ball out of Rodgers' hands, hands it to Tom Brady, and Brady wins the whole thing. And Rodgers got a loaded team, all the stuff surrounding him in the offseason. Everything has been through this season. Is there anyone with more pressure to win the whole thing than Rodgers this year? I, I see. I don't look at that perspective. I don't see it that way. Um, 
first of all, I think if anyone can handle the pressure, it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't really think he has any issues with that. Um, pressure, look, they, everyone is going to have the pressure. I, I just don't think it's Aaron at this point. I think it's still going to be Lamar to go to take this team far. I know we have the injuries that we're discussing. They have a slew of them. They're one of the most injured teams probably outside the, the Tennessee Titans at this point. But at what point is he going to be the quarterback that is 100% definitely the future for the Ravens? I I, Assuming they, they, they give him that $350 million they, in a couple months. And they're going to give him to him. No, they, they will. Yeah, they okay? they, they so are. He, he is the future. Okay. But right. do you believe in him at this point? Do you believe? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely. believe yeah. in Lamar. Eight and four, Lamar, considering no, all the Eight and four is great. But what you've seen of Lamar the last few weeks, you're telling me that you trust him with the interceptions he's throwing, his inability to pick up the blitz. He's struggling. This no, is no, not the true. same Lamar that we've seen. This is pure conjecture. Pure conjecture. I saw Cam after he got COVID last year. And, he, and I wonder, I speculated aloud on television. It, I've heard of COVID fog, right? And then several weeks later, he started talking about it. I wonder about that. Lamar is like two different players. Early in the season, he was reading, he was picking up the blitz fine. He was killing everybody. And then the last couple of weeks, it's like, whoa, what just happened? See, something's, see, something, see, something's going Diana, on. Diana, Lamar has an opportunity in a little bit of time to, they can figure that out. The pressure is on Aaron Rodgers immensely. And here's why. You go through everything we went through in the offseason. We followed him around for months, the drama, the this, the that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm coming. I don't know if I'm going. Then he got a little mishap with the COVID situation, a little, 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 little white lie here and there, whatever the case may be. And you've been there two times already. You are chasing, or not necessarily chasing, depending on who you ask it. There was another legend that played in that, in that stadium as well named Brett Favre. You also had a coach named Mike McCarthy, that for five years, he didn't give you enough. They didn't give you enough. You didn't win. All so now you go in and you arguably have one of the top young coaches in the game in Matt LaFleur who's taking you to two NFC championship games, even though whatever happened at the end of the game last year, it was a mishap, whatever. Now we're in a situation where we're at now where you look like a pretty damn good team that can get there. And if you don't get there with everything that I just put together, what is that? Well, what's going to happen? He wants to leave anyway. But the pressure well, to not, win. Though. Pressure to win for what? Because you're Aaron damn Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, whether he wins the Super Bowl this year or not, will still go down, and, and I still consider him to be the best quarterback in football. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, that I've ever seen, he will not be remembered that way as he sits on one Super Bowl for the rest of his life. Anna Rossini, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, said something coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.